is what we're really advocating for here. So whether you use Upsell Monster or something else, um, you do need to have that ability to sort of showcase product to customers depending on what they're looking at and what they're adding to cart. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owners Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. All right. Hey, y'all. Hope you're having a great day. This is going to be a super fun episode. It's one that uh, Christian has done a lot on YouTube. It's done a lot of uh, really good feedback, and it's probably one of our most viewed like series is, is what apps should you guys really be paying attention to? What apps should you be using to grow your store? And this is a prime uh, time to be talking about 2023 and which apps will we have um, available to us that you should be using to, to grow during this next period uh, in the business. So um, I don't know if there's any type of, um, what is that, leeway or anything that we need to explain or if you want to give some context about the apps. I know we're going to kind of jump into our, our top ones here, but I don't know if you wanted to give any context to like the way to think about the apps or what we're suggesting for this before we jump into it, Christian, or if we just kind yeah. of do it as we go. Yeah. I um, also have a question. Like, what do, what do you think, why do you think the app videos on YouTube are always so popular? I think the app videos are popular because it's kind of like a, I think it's like a, it's, it's a game, it's a game, but it's also like the endorphins get going too whenever you install a new app. It's just fun I think as a business owner, it'd be like, oh, this is a great new app. And I think that this one app will change my business. And so to me, it's like, you know, you get a little bit of secrecy of like, oh, what are the best apps that no, that people are using that I don't know about or that nobody else is using that I could use? And, and then also like, I don't know, I think it's just also fun to hit that install button and like install something new to like help you grow your store. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of peaking of curiosity. I think it's also... Um, like you want some insider type trading type stuff where like you got the inside scoop that nobody else knows about. Uh, I think that's also, I don't know, appealing to me. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think, I guess my only thing would be, I wouldn't want, and for any of you who are listening right now, I wouldn't want you to, yeah, necessarily think like an app is going to change the trajectory, right, of your business. Like there's a lot more that goes into running um, a business and, I wouldn't want for you to think that an app is going to automatically fix all your problems, right? Um, it does take a lot of work. And um, I think these recommendations that we're making today are actually each each of them are in, in a category or a, a, sort of a certain feature that we want to make sure that you're using on your website. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's necessarily healthy, right, to sort of searching for that shiny object that you think is going to like completely change your business. Um, these are things that are going to definitely elevate and improve and take it to sort of like a, a next stepping stone. Um, because at the end of the day, like a lot of these apps, <laughs> what they're really doing is sort of adding the features that Amazon <laughs> already has in place, mm -hmm. right? To, to some extent, um, if Amazon comes with a new feature, like there's going to be an app for it for WooCommerce and Shopify and all this to try to sort of imitate um, what what they're doing. So, um, just wanted to yeah start with that and just kind of take that into into consideration too. 
Um, but at the same time, like, I, I think Aaron has a, a point there where, like, I'll, I also ha- get that high, right, of, like, oh, there's, this is a brand new app that nobody's really talking about. And it's sort of, like, it's a cool thing that you can add. And um, it's definitely going to be an improvement. And my customers are going to love it because X, Y, and Z. So, um, and I, I know for sure you're going to get that in this episode uh, because there's a really a lot of really cool apps um, that we're going to be talking about today. Yes, and we will link them down below. So we're going to go through them, and I think we'll just list them off. We'll kind of go back and forth and list them off and then put the links there. Uh, Christian will give a little bit of an explanation, but then you guys can go explore on your own, see if it's something there. And then uh, you'll see that there's basically like categories that we're going to suggest here as well. So it's not just the apps, but also some some reasoning behind it. So uh, the only one that I had here... um, was one that I've actually been talking to a lot of our program members about, uh, current clients who've tested them and have done really well. Um, pre- previously, we, we used to recommend a different one, which I think is still good. Uh, we're not going to talk about it in this episode, but uh, this one is particularly called Upsell Monster. Um, it has a ton of other features outside of just like you know, your typical upsell, but it has a lot of really cool visuals, uh, which I think is what really sets it apart from... Uh, you know, others. And I just find myself like those who have the monster upsell, I'm like a much more likely to, to buy something, but it's just got, it has progress bars of like how close you are to free shipping. It has like, you know, quick incentivization of like, you know, you're very close to getting a free gift, whatever that may be. Um, and then it has just multiple triggers that you can do with it. I do not know if it does like a, as many features as like a post-sell, pro, uh, cross-sell, upsell, downsell, stuff like that. But um, it just, to me, it's like, the gamification of upselling and that's just appealing to me so if your audience likes something like that if you're more of a quote-unquote fun brand or um, a brand that can be a little bit more um, out there this is a really cool upsell option uh, that I think is it's really undervalued a lot of people are not necessarily using them I think it's not as popular but it's really uh, really cool and I think they're growing like crazy so they may be becoming more popular but that's my uh, personal experience with number one here is the the upsell monster. Yeah, and I think that I mean again the we're going to be talking about the app, but then the category as a whole, right? Upselling, cross selling within your store. Right off the bat, a lot of these themes have a very sort of a baby feature that says uh, if you like this product, you may also like this other one, and it's just like a simple section usually on the product page. Um, but it doesn't really do much, right? Um, having something like Upsell Monster, um, another one that we've also talked about is um, Upsell and Cross Sell, Sell Easy by Lockbase, um, which I was looking just like Upsell Monster. They, they have similar features, um, but it's it's adding that sort of recommendation of products, right, to, to your customers. And it says if they were walking into your store in a physical location, um, you would probably want to help them navigate through the store, show them product, et cetera. So, um, that's sort of the idea, right? Behind behind doing something like an upsell monster um, is that you're you're showing them. All other people have frequently bought this together. Um, if you buy these sunglasses, it goes well with this. Um, to do upsells in the cart page, to do upsells in the post purchase um, automation, like all, all that kind of stuff, is what we're really advocating for here. So whether you use upsell monster or something else, um, you do need to have that ability to sort of showcase product to customers depending on what they're looking at and what they're adding to cart. So that's the the tricky part is is the the personalized recommendation as was really going to um, sort of explode um, on 
on your website as far as like, yeah, people adding to cart and, and seeing new products and seeing new things um, on your store. Absolutely. Okay. So what is number two, or I guess this next category of, of, of topic here? Um, so the next one is Shopify inbox. And this is like the most sort of basic thing that you can get for a chat on your website um, because it's made by Shopify. So it doesn't have the all the robust uh, features that you would get from something like um, Intercom or Zendesk or something like that. Um, but Shopify Inbox is a good entry-level omni-channel chat that you can add um, into your Shopify store. And I say omni-channel because you can connect your Shopify or your Facebook, your Instagram. So like all these pl- other places where people might DM you um, or message you, you can sort of connect it together into your Shopify Inbox. So you're just messaging people from the Shopify Inbox. Um, the good thing about it too is like it has e-com features in there. So if there's someone asking you for a particular product, you can actually link the product right within the the, the chat. Um, they can see the product picture, pricing, and all that stuff right within the chat. Um, you can send invoices through it. like So you can do more e-com related uh, tasks um, and it's free. I mean, you can't, you can't really beat that. Um, but again, the, I think the category as a whole is providing better communication, right? Your customers need to be able to contact you easily um, and quickly. And that's what really what we're advocating here is you need to have some form of chat. Even if you get a chat and nobody uses it for a month, still keep it there um, because it's going to be beneficial, right? When, when you get more traffic, when you get more questions, um, it's going to be very, very beneficial for those customers who uh, eventually they will have a question, right? Um, and you need to be there ready to go. Definitely. And I think one of the, the big parts there too is you get the questions that your customers are having or you can start to see trends to be able to answer those questions on the website to get more conversions for all the people, right? So it's finding out the information that they may have not already told you, um, like you know the people who are browsing that would have left already. So you get some really good insight for those people as well. All right, so this next one here is a wish list plus. Uh, again, this is definitely more Christian's forte here to give us some ideas. But um, first entry to have customer purchase. So what is this like wish list plus? I'm assuming, and just from, from everybody listening, is that you have a bunch of products on there on your site and they're shopping for themselves or friends or family or whatever, and so they just add it to a list so that they can come back and purchase again later. Is there anything different about this one that uh, you would say is like, or why we should do this one, have it on our site, I guess? Um, not really. I mean, there's really two bigger wishlist app, two or three really bigger wishlist apps on. And when I say bigger, it's like they've been thoroughly reviewed. A lot of people actually have them on their stores. Um, and I, I would say they have very similar um, features um, as far as what you can do with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, wishlist is just it's sort of like that. Yeah, I say like the first entry, right? Because if someone's not necessarily ready to purchase yet, they're maybe browsing, but after they're browsing and they're not ready to purchase, then the step in between those two things is a wish list, right? It's like mm. I'm liking certain things and I want a place where I can sort of just put all these things that I'm liking about your store. It may not be ready to keep moving forward, but um, if you provide that sort of space for them, uh, they will use it. So that's the whole idea about having a, a wish list is sort of that place in between browsing and adding to cart. Um, but beyond that, yeah, there, I mean, there's wishlist apps that um, 
I'm not entirely sure if Wishlist Plus has this, but um, the ability for you to send emails. So mm-hmm. if you are running a promotion on certain items that so-and-so has on their wish list, then you could set automated emails uh, to be sent out and said, hey, two of your items that you have on your wish list um, are now 20% off. Like, come shop with us. So it also gives you a different avenue to uh, market to to your customers, right? Um, and then I know there's also like other wish list um, applications that you can kind of share your wish list, right? So Ooh, yeah. right now it's like Christmas shopping, right? So um, if you could have, you know, people create their wish list and then they can actually share that wish list with their family or friends uh, to purchase them gifts and stuff like that. Um, that's just like another great feature, right? That some of these wish list apps uh, can have for, for your store. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15-minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training. Definitely. I was going to say, I didn't even think about that part of it too, but... Um if you have like a, I know it's what's really popular too, is like a, like babies or gift lists or registry, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. um, there's already third parties that do that, but it would be nice like if you shared it with like a friends or family or even <laughs> this time of the year right now, Christmas list. Hey, this is my wish list from this brand. It's the only brand I like. Yeah. Um, maybe a really good option for you. Okay, so number four, stamped product reviews in UGC. So reviews, social proof, that's the the big piece here. Um, I'm very curious about this one myself. I have not heard of this app, but what I can tell you is that the more social proof you have, especially if it looks like authentic content on your site of somebody else wearing that product, your sales will increase, hands down. We've already... Um, we've just seen that just night and day difference that user-generated content is the way of not only now, but potentially the future until it's caught on or whatever else. But like authenticity is absolutely what generates sales. So what what can this app do to help us uh, with the UGCs? Um, again, I mean, it kind of goes back to, to the to the automation um, of, of things, right? Like where you can do sort of smart insights on either reviews kind of getting through, right, and being posted on your store versus like not being posted if, if they're bad reviews. Um, the I think that the thing that I really liked about Stamped was the sort of elevated look. Um, I've seen other review apps that just look maybe, I don't know, the, the right word is fluffy, but they just look kind of fluffy. Um, and to mm-hmm. me, just Stamped just looks more professional and polished um, compared to some other ones. Plus it has almost 6,000 reviews on, on the App Store. Um, so that's also, you know, a, a really good indicator of that a lot, at least a lot of people are using the app and they probably have done a lot of updates and a lot of things to to make the app better. Right. Um, which is which is going to be important. Um, a lot of times in the app store, you might see an app that it's free, but it doesn't have a lot of app, uh, doesn't reviews. And you just know that they're just starting out with that free plan to kind of get some customers in and then eventually they'll, they'll start, you know, to charge pricing. So if your strategy for getting apps on your store is going for the free one always, um, just know that those apps will eventually start creating their own, you know, tiered plans and adding new features and all that kind of stuff. So um, 
I like to always kind of look at reviews, see how many people actually um, have this app, actually read some of the reviews, see how their customer service is. Um, but to me, Stamp is just more one of the most polished ones that I've seen um, where you can also do the user-generated content um, right within there. You can also filter by, you know, just show me reviews with images only, which I do that a lot when I shop. Um, and uh, yeah, especially on, on Amazon, I, like, I always want to see the actual people with the product um, in their hands. So uh, that to me is, is very important, that visual. So, um, but if, if you want something different than Stamped, uh, Lux, I think that's how you said it, L-O-O-X, um, it's also a really big, good app for, mm-hmm. for reviews. And if you're on the other end where you're like, look, I don't have time or money to spend on a good review app right now, um, then Shopify has its free product reviews app. Um, that you can use. Um, the only thing about that is like you start with product reviews from Shopify um, and eventually down the road you want better, more features, then you're going to have to do some sort of swapping of data and information, right? Um, because you'll have to, all these reviews under this app and then you introduce a new app and you might you know need to get brand new reviews or do some sort of migration service or something. So um, just keep that into consideration as well, right? When, when selecting a product review and user-generated content, um, which they usually work by um, either hashtags or you can actually go looking for the correct content and put in it for, for, for each product. But it's some sort of tagging uh, process um, to get that to show up. Nice. Actually, a lot simpler than I was thinking it was going to be. I thought I would have to go like manually find the post that I actually wanted to use. But yeah, the hashtag. I believe you can do that for, for majority of them. But yeah, I also think you can set up rules with, with hashtags and different things like that. <laughs> Use all of these and then ends up putting up some bad reviews, but <laughs> good, to, good to know. Okay, uh, number five here is Shopify Flow. We have the, the, yeah. the pre-heading thing to here is to automate your store. Yeah, so, so Shopify Flow, I think it was available at some point just for like the Shopify Plus users, and recently they just made it available for pretty much everyone. Uh, but Shopify Flow is, if you know about Zapier, this is the the Shopify alternative to to Zapier, mm. um, where you can do a lot of really cool things with it. Um, and you, like I said, th- the main thing here is to try and automate a lot of the processes that happen in your store. Um, obviously, with email and SMS, like some of those things are, are automated to some extent. But with Shopify Flow, you're able to connect email, SMS. You're able to connect third-party apps. You're able to connect um, literally a bunch of different stuff. Um, and it has the same power as Zapier where um, you can set up a bunch of different steps. You can set up different actions, different triggers, uh, different conditions. So if this, then that. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, if, if if you're super interested about automation and, and all that kind of stuff, um, you definitely want to check out that a YouTube video I created on, on Shopify Flow. And we talked about certain flows and certain aut- automations that sort of every store needs to have. Um, I do know one of them, and this is a problem that a lot of people have where sold out products, you have to go in manually and go and hide those products from your store. With Shopify Flow, you can set up an automation that checks for the product variants, see if it has any stock. And if it doesn't have any stock, then automatically hide that product. And you could even set up a rule like automatically hide that product. But if incoming stock is about to come in, then republish that product. Um, again, so you can have that portion of it uh, completely automated, which I believe we have a customer who at some point had an app that would take care of, of that particular scenario. 
Um, and they may be paying for that app, whereas Shopify Flow is free, and all you have to do is just know how to connect the dots there uh, to make that happen. So uh, sort of like the, the opportunities are endless here with this app. Um, and like I said, because you can connect third-party apps, you could do things like, you know, if this happens within within Shopify, then send them a, a message through Klaviyo, right? Hmm. And connecting multiple multiple things. So um, it's a really fun app, and I've only really just touched a little bit on it. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of really cool things that hopefully other people get on board so they can start making some cool automations um, and we can see how, how they're using them. So the hard part is going to be coming up with, okay, what is it that we want to automate here? So. Right. I was going to say that maybe a video or, or a podcast in the future is like the list of all the things, not only the best practices, but like cool features of things like what, what you said there. Mm-hmm. All right. So number uh, six, uh, or the next one up here is Hotjar. So there are a ton of other tools out here, but basically this is the one to watch your visitors on the site, where they're clicking, what actions that they're taking, where they're leaving, what frustrations they may have. It even has an option for like, quote unquote, rage click, like where they just get so like fed up with what's going on that they just leave. Um, That's probably, probably, it is very good information for you to have to make decisions on your site. We have it personally installed on our site. Um, and it may just be one of those things where, you know, you just need to set a certain amount of time each week where you spend five minutes and review your customers to make improvements on the site. But as an e-commerce store, right, the difference between one and a half and a 3% conversion rate is like the difference between making $10,000 and 20 or $100,000 and making 200000 because uh, that conversion rate matters a lot. And so understanding what actions people are taking, very important. That software like Hotjar does it. And uh, the other cool thing is that for... I can't remember how many sessions it is, but there's a free version of Hotjar will tell you X amount of searches per day or, or actions per day um, that you can track and get that data for free. And then I think there's other ones out there like Agent, is it Orange something? Lucky Orange. Yeah. Lucky Orange, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have it installed for, I think, every client. We recommend it for every uh, program member that we have. Uh, it's just an invaluable tool to, to, to track users. Yeah, and you can do uh, 35, 35 daily sessions so sort of like the first 35 people that get to your website that day uh, you can track that data um but yeah like aaron said it's like the the why right on on Mm. why people are doing certain things on your website you're able to sort of investigate and see the the recording um and then beyond that like they also have the the feedback tools and surveys um which i've talked about in the past too and it kind of goes back to the the shopify inbox and like that communication side of things where with Hotjar, you can get that communication from your customers. You can get that instant feedback um, where you can send just a little one-question survey at the um, thank you page, right? And seeing, you know, whatever information you want to get from the customer, you can get it right there. Um, you can do a lot, of, a lot of different things with Hotjar. So I uh, highly, highly recommend it. And this is someone, so, oh, not someone, one of the apps that you can't necessarily, you don't get from the app store on Shopify. Um, you just go to the website, get it installed and it just kind of works in the back end there yeah but definitely trusted i know some people don't trust going outside of the app store but definitely trusted app so it's uh one we would we would highly suggest yeah all right next up here is all about seo uh chris will talk a little bit more about the app but i just want to really quickly say the seo right so search engine optimization sometimes um we don't say that enough or clarify it enough, but basically this is your ranking organically online, whether it's Yahoo, DuckDuckGo, Google, 
whatever it is that you're ranking online. So that's your ability for you to not have to pay for the clicks and is highly recommended for you to uh, to grow your store. So um, there's a there's a really cool app Christian's going to talk about here in a second, but I just want to explain that SEO is very important for, for your store no matter what size you are. Yeah, and I think the yeah with this app, it's just one of those things where you know that you need to do something with SEO and you may not know where to start, but this would be a really good starting point because it, it will give you the tools, it will tell you the things that you need to be focusing on because SEO really has a lot of different things that you can do. Um, yeah. But this kind of gives you some of the best practices and some of the things that you can kind of start you know, right away, fixing any broken links, um, optimizing your the naming convention of your URLs, um, quickly uh, you know, fixing um, alt image, alt tag images, um, and, and sort of like those simple things that at least you're doing something towards towards SEO. And then the other biggest thing is like it's booster SEO and image optimizer. So um, it's sort of a, a one two for one where you could also optimize a lot of your images. So if you're just been uploading images um, with super high res uh, resolution super high resolution um, or super big image files, then this will help you sort of shrink those down um, in order for your website to load faster for customers, which in sense also helps you with, with SEO and ranking uh, higher. They do have a free, um, free tier, free account. So at least install this and check it out and see some of the things that you can work towards um, on your website with, with SEO. Nice. Yeah. And then we, there may be like, there's some definitely um, other things that you can do in the future. I think we actually have a couple other episodes you could probably go back and check out. I can't remember the titles of them, but um, you can search on the website that are SEO based that are all different types of like things to improve SEO outside of just apps because uh, there's a lot of them but as well. But I think, yeah, this is a great starting point um, as well. All right, and then last one we have here is uh, Tick Shop, right? So the Instagram and TikTok feeds. Um, this is kind of going back to what we talked about earlier, social proof, user-generated content. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen this uh, on stores before, but there's uh, probably a reason that Christian's recommending this one. So what what is Tick Shop and why is this one uh, one we they should go and check out? Yeah, so I think the, the, the number one recommended feed app is InstaFeed. Um, but with TikShop, it takes it into uh, another level by adding TikTok and Instagram combined within just one feed. Mm. So um, if your strategy relies heavily on both of those apps, Instagram and TikTok, and you're posting different things to them, and then having this blended uh, feed on your on your website, it's going to be really good. Um, and that's really what this app is one of those apps that is like a newer app. Um that I was kind of bashing earlier, but um, it just has that cool feature that no other app has right now, um, and is that ability to sort of blend TikTok and Instagram into one solid feed um, on your store. And then on top of that, you can also um, use it for UGC, and you can use it to actually tag products. So um, whatever video it is that you have posted, regardless of whether you have tagged on Instagram or TikTok or you have connected or not connected, um, right within the website, you can show um, the video or picture. They can click on it, and they'll be able to just very easily see the products that are tagged within that post. And that's something that you do right within the app on on Shopify's end. Um, so I think that's also very very beneficial because um, you can have that. You can also have that 
sort of like a mini feed right within the product page. So right within the product page, you're looking for these sunglasses or this shirt, um, and you'll see like a mini feed with sort of like the posts that you've created um, or the people have created um, right there within within their product feed. So um, it's going to be very beneficial, again, if you're using both Instagram and TikTok uh, to generate content for, for your store. Yeah, I was going to say, and then I think one thing that really puts it over the edge for me is that like seeing it on two different platforms at the same time, like I can tell at least, you know, if they leave the TikTok watermark and then Instagram or whatever too, it's like from two different social places, it's kind of like, instead of just reviews, it's like they're reviews from so many different places, like reviews from Facebook and Google and whatever else that like just adds something. But the fact that it's from Facebook or from Instagram and TikTok together, it's like they have a good following on Instagram and TikTok. It's less of a fluke. I don't know. Just like me personally, it kind of builds trust from there as well. Like, oh, they're creating content on yeah, both sure. places. They're, they're way more legitimate than if they just did one. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. All right, guys. So I hope you uh, got a lot out of this episode. Like I said, everything will be linked up in the show notes. Go and check them out. Uh, let us know uh, what you think of these apps. If you like these types of episodes, we're happy to um, dive more into like different lists of things that you should have for your store or different uh, categories of things to have for your store rather. And if you are also somebody who wants more visuals and also if you are uh, wondering, okay, what is the uh, YouTube videos that we keep talking about, you can check out our channel. Those are always linked in the description as well. Go check those out. We put out at least two videos a week to help you grow your uh, clothing stores, um, e-commerce stores, uh, and that is all visually based on YouTube. And like I said, those links will be in the description as well. And uh, if you have any questions at all, we are very responsive over on DM uh, on Instagram. So hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you next time. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.